How was how was the day for you today? It's been a long day, man. A As long you. day. Yeah, that's it's Thursday. It's uh <laughs> it's Friday's Eve, so I ain't tripping. Friday Eve is always uh it's always good in my mind. It is what it is. You can get fucked up tomorrow. Giuseppe, Giuseppe, went from the hoop to the Chevy, went from the Chevy to Lamb, now this hoes call me the man, went from no hope to broke joke to million dollar man, now this hoes call me the man, now this hoes call me the man. Fuck it then, let's do this shit. What up, what up, what up? <laughs> no disrespect to the politically correct, but we need that extra seasoning. If it's worth doing, you know it's worth overdoing, man. Let's sprinkle it, baby. So, we're going to give some... Flowers again, but first let me introduce myself. I am Steve. I am back with my boy DJ. What's good? What's bragging? We here at the Extra Seasoning Podcast. We'd like to say thank y'all for tuning in again and uh send us out to your lovers and friends. <laughs> Enjoy it, man. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. But uh let's go ahead and get some flowers, man. I'll let you start. February is all about, you know, appreciating people. Uh people in your life, people not in your life, but the people you admire. LeBron James just happens to be one of those people who gets a lot of unnecessary, un- unwarranted hate for whatever reason. Um, right. And I, I, I can't, I can't lie and say that I wasn't one of the ones who, you know, was just all pro LeBron all the time because you know, early on he was you know doing all the flopping, making sure he right. got the calls and everything. I wasn't a fan, but you know, as of recently, his game has matured um, on the court. You know, he's not necessarily as uh, overselling as he used to be, is just what he does off the court. This guy really has to be the man of the year so far um, for 2021 because, of course, we already know. Everybody knows about the school he has uh, back in Ohio. Um, he's got a media company. Uh, he's got, of course, the sneakers. And we also got Space Jam coming this year. Right. That's 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 a whole lot. <laughs> and a lot of times this man is doing and coordinating these things, you know, during the season. Right. So, like in between games on on off days, which is wild because you got enough time to, you know, give the court one hundred and ten percent, and then you got enough time to give everybody else on your off days one hundred percent. Man, that's what happened when you put that work in and spend that million dollars a year on your body, dude. That's a fact. So I definitely do not doubt that um, him and him and his son, him and Bronny, gonna be the first father son duo to win an NBA championship because it's going to happen. I wouldn't mind seeing that. It's going to happen. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Secondly, we don't give enough appreciation to these black content creators. Right. Um, and I'm not <laughs> not saying that just to, you know, pat us on the back because we nah, still- nigga. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> well, we said a few a few episodes ago, toot your horn. <laughs> toot your horn, man. man. Toot Damn, your man. horn. But we we um we here at the Extra Season of Podcast, we take inspiration from everything, everything in life. Doesn't matter what it is, but especially these black content creators. So um whether it be, you know, YouTube, uh, film, TikTok, uh, Instagram, print, photography, you know, other podcasters, uh, we, we, we tip our hats to you. We appreciate you and we see you. Being a content creator isn't just, you know, entertaining people. This is like actual work. It's definitely work. <laughs> we we, we kind of like tastemakers, if you yeah. think about it, because, um you know, the black content creators, especially on TikTok, they set the trends. You they, already know. They, they set the trends and everybody else just, you know, hops on board. Of course, so, because it's uh it's only ghetto until you can monetize it. So you can monetize it. <laughs> that's another, that's, uh, that's uh, something else entirely. <laughs> definitely for another day. I got some stuff to say about that, but we oh, passing out flowers right now. Exactly. Let's, let's <laughs> we passing out flowers, but we I, we obviously know who adds the seasoning oh, to the culture. So, um, black content creators keep pushing the culture forward. We appreciate you. Last but not least, Miss Rihanna. Miss mm-hmm. Rihanna. All the pressure that she gets, you know, for where's our nine? Where's our nine? Is her, you know, snapping on folks on Twitter. You know, you know I want to see you naked, naked, naked. <laughs> she got, she got it. She 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 protects her mental. Um, she doesn't let you know anything negative come to you know 
her space. So I really appreciate Rihanna for what she does for not only, you know, the 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 culture, but you know, women in general, because um she's got, you know, different brands that put different sized women on pedestals, mm-hmm. put different race women on pedestals, um, different religions, different, you know, orientations, sexual preferences, it doesn't matter. Like she she just she's all for women. And I'm all for it. So Rihanna, keep making yourself happy. Whatever it is, do what you got to do. But I don't want to be in a wheelchair, you know, 70 years old before we get our nine. That's right. all I'm going to say. <laughs> but well, her, yeah. brand, her brand is a billion dollar brand at this no, point. Yeah, it is. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> it is. It is. So, I mean, at this point, I don't want to say she got she to gotta get bored with what she does. But, like, I hope she gets bored enough to give us our nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I hope she gets bored enough to jump back in the studio because well, yeah we need we need that i hope but so do what you do shout i hope so i i hope i hope for uh i hope for more from rihanna and uh to start off the fake news and drake news i also hope for things that are unseen such as this stimulation ain't no <laughs> stimulation yet <laughs> dirty joe ain't no stimulation Again, Dirty Joe. There is no stimulation, my boy. What's going on? This is but, what, uh, what I was saying, man. Listen, my plans are on hold for another week. This is uh, what I was saying. <laughs> listen, plans on hold for another week. It is what it is. Not going to talk about him too much. Uh, we do have a new immigration plan that's been proposed, mm-hmm. um, which, I mean, I guess it's good. It's got campaign promise uh, coming to fruition. I, I mean, I don't know how far it's going to go just yet, but it's been proposed. Mm-hmm. Uh, to break it down, there is now a eight-year path to citizenship. Um, I don't know how y'all feel about that. I need to dive into it. Uh, provides a faster track for undocumented immigrants that's been brought to the U.S. as children. I do like that. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, it's not their fault. You know, I know what they're trying to do, but it's not right. their fault. Um, right. Replaces the word alien with non-citizen. Again, as I have written down, I see the plot. <laughs> hey, man. It's a whole lot of, uh, but uh, I, I see the plot. Uh, there is also funding to clear asylum application backlogs. I do like that. First off, let's work on getting these kids back to their parents. I don't even Please. know, to be honest with you, I don't know if they're going to be able to get something back to their parents. And that's heartbreaking. That's <laughs> that, heartbreaking. That, that's heartbreak. That is heartbreaking. Because not none only... of that shit was necessary. Right, exactly. That's what I was about that's to say. A, that's a war tactic. Not only was it unnecessary, you were also displaying to other nations of the world, like, yeah, we put kids in cages, <laughs> and we oh, don't, Lord. right, and 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 we don't bat an eye about it, you know. As much as everybody else around the nation was trying to, you know, disband the cages and you know reunite these kids with their families, it was like we can't make the the decision, we can't make that call, and the only person who could have made that call decided to continue it. Right. Decided to keep it going. It's like, hey, yeah, I'm Donald Trump. I pushed the button, my hand on the button, and it's like, all right, you know, you've, 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 um, this pissing contest has gone on long enough. Like, we get it, we get it. You, you're powerful. You, the most powerful man in the in the in the in the world. We got it. But these are kids, exactly. But I mean, I, I don't want to pull the. Uh, it is what it is. But he, um, the- he had a he had a tower drop couple days ago so yeah <laughs> we're getting rid of him slowly but surely even though you still got people backing this man uh all day every day um not sure how but it is what it is again not sure how uh gorilla glue girl finally and i mean this is <laughs> lord it's old it's old lord. but it's old, old but ongoing uh, she finally got the glue out, as we saw. There's mm-hmm. a black plastic surgeon. Uh, his name escapes me. Uh, I had to look him up. Mm-hmm. But he, he came up with a solution. More black history. Came up with a solution and uh, <laughs> removed the glue. She gave him an opportunity to become a uh, black history uh, elitist. <laughs> you know, she donated some of the money. I mean, I know I've seen a lot of people talking about the uh, claim to fame she was trying to make. But she, you know, donated some of the money from the GoFundMe, I believe, mm-hmm. to uh, hair loss victims or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. Right. I I guess that's a bright side. I, don't I mean, know. I'm I'm with it, but why why <laughs> would you put the gl- gorilla glue in your hair in the first place? I 
And then on top of that, like, oh. why would you, why would you, uh, I guess, um, push someone else because someone else was inspired to, you know, say, man, Gorilla Glue ain't shit. I'm well, going to put it on my lips. According to them, they didn't believe the story was real, so they wanted to try it themselves. I'm going to put it on my lips. Survival of the fittest. And then on TikTok the other day, um, even though this ain't nothing that we want to keep to ourselves, <laughs> we can't have shit to ourselves anymore. Um, there was a you know white transgender woman on TikTok, and she put Gorilla Glue all in her hair. We can't even look stupid by ourselves no more, man. But it goes back to the whole trendsetter. Just stop. Stop it. Please. Get some help. I'm Michael Jordan right now. Just stop it and get some help. This is wild, man. Cloud is way more addictive. I mean... Way more addictive than crack in the 80s, man. We literally had to have people come out and do PSAs telling folks not to eat Tide Pods. Like, Why should that have to be a thing? Like, <laughs> Bro, that's soap. <laughs> it's soap and plastic. Eating Tide Pods ain't a good idea, kids. Don't do it. Stop and listen. Get some help. <laughs> just stop how it. How did you get it to the weekend's halftime show? I I was just there for the music because I was cooking. Um, I'll let you get into it. Go ahead. The, 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 the whole show, the whole halftime show was fine, in my opinion. But I'm just a weekend fan. So it was, I guess, such a big production, you know, and so so much time that he put into it. And, of course, so much money that he put into it himself. Seven, seven, seven million. Of his own money into that and halftime show. And he did it for free, though. So he went into the red for, hey, the NFL going to pay me, damn that. They gave him a Super Bowl ring, so. They gave him a Super Bowl ring. And Showtime has given him a documentary. This man went from homeless to halftime. Homeless to halftime. Well, I guess money spent was money earned in this, in this situation, I guess. I'm, That's exactly what it is. Exactly what it is, and I'm all for it. You get your money, Abel. Even though they 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 blocked you out of the Grammys this year, this was your Grammy. You got a Super Bowl ring. It's XO. Grammys is pointless at this point. That's not our award show anyway. So not at all. I knew it wasn't our award show when they gave that uh, Grammy to Macklemore. Why are we on the same page? <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was gonna wait for you to make your point, and then I was gonna sweep <laughs> in with that shit. I knew that wasn't us. I'll hold that shit for the music episode because we that, now that's probably gonna be two hours, but I'll hold that for the music episode because that shit made no sense and I stopped watching after that. And then and I'm like I said, I'm not gonna go on a tangent, but that uh Cardi B got a Grammy and Astro World did not. I and, don't wanna talk about nothing else. And Astro World did not stop it. Invasion of Privacy got a Grammy for album of the year. But, but it was not album of the year. Maybe you could have gave her best rap song or something or whatever. Album of the year, you sick. That's a stretch. We're going to hold that. I'm all for women, you know, put being put up, but <clears throat> we can't just give out participation there. But on to the next. Saha on Valentine's Day was on the interstate in Atlanta. By the way, Atlanta, calm down. I don't know what you got going on, but it's getting dangerous. Every other morning I get up, check the news. Somebody's gotten killed at a gas station. There was a stabbing at an apartment complex. Somebody getting their doors kicked in. Cars getting stolen. Calm down. I love my city. Don't make me leave. But Saha was on the interstate. He was just, you know, minding his business. Out of nowhere, his car pulls up beside him and just opens fire. That's crazy. Right. Like him doing what anybody, you know, would do in their right mind. He, you know, sped up, tried to, you know, evade and, you know, lose him. Ended up losing control of the, of the vehicle. I think it was a Bentley uh, Bentega, but lost control of the vehicle, flipped it over. And while the vehicle is flipped, the assailants, they, they rolled past, but they doubled back to empty more shells into the car while it's flipped over. Saha lived. Saha survived. He doesn't want, like, he doesn't want anything to happen to him. Doesn't want revenge. He was like, man, I don't know if this is something, you know, that dates back to when I was out in the streets before my rapping career, before good music. But he it sounds like, good, but not that things don't follow you. But like I said, that was that sounded like a hit. It was too specific. It's a random time at night. Yeah, they know they know your car. They know where you were. Yeah. probably followed you, and you just didn't pay attention. Like right. that was a hit. 
Right. That's, that's what it sounds like because, like you said, it's way too specific. And then, if for nothing else, they double back to try to finish the job. If it was beef, I just see what happened and I keep riding. I don't even want to be. I don't even want to get close enough for maybe somebody to see me. I'm just going right. to take what I get. And if nothing else, I come back later on. But that's that was a hit. Saha said he don't want nothing but understanding. So. I mean, yeah. big up, big ups to maturity, man. But that was a hit on your life, man. But yeah, that's that's all I got for for that. And it's 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 not even the people from here, right? It's not even the people from here, because like Atlanta natives are really chill. Like we're really cool, really chill. We don't want to do nothing but shoot the shit and be funny, right? But it's the transplants from when Atlanta got its you know black mecca status. There, that everybody's moving here to you know try to become a rapper, try to become an actor, uh, just want to be in in the in the scene with the who's who, and it's all of them who failed at it, who are trying to you know gain some gain some notoriety. Calm down, this ain't it. Stop complaining about what it's like back home. Take your ass back home. Take your ass back home. <laughs> just leave, bro. They do what they tell us. You right. don't like it. It's bad, dog. Just go. Just, just, just go, go home. home. Just leave, because pretty soon, folks, in, like, there's going to be nobody from Atlanta living in Atlanta. Oh, of course. So Now, we know that already. It's, it's hardly any original Georgians in that area anyway. They moved to the outskirts. Facts. They, they OTP outside the perimeter, man. Folks coming in from everywhere else, paying them exorbitant-ass prices for these lofts, if you want to call it that. I'm like... Like man, this is a hotel room with a bathroom. These are not lost. <laughs> like stop that. <laughs> you standing in the kitchen and see your bed, man. Calm down. Calm down. Um, I want to move into media consumption, which we have now consolidated because looking at it, media consumption start to get all over the place and things are interlocked. So media consumption is um just what it is, media consumption. I mm-hmm. want to start this off with the young god, Fernando Tatis Jr., 22 years old, locked in. It's going to be a Padre my boy, life. My boy just picked up 14 years for 340. 340. That's what, the uh, third largest MLB contract? Um, just behind, what who was it? Uh, Mike Trout and I forget who else it was. But third largest at 22 years old? And, that, and that's the thing. These guys are older when they got these checks. This man got this bag at 22. He turned 22 a month ago. At 22. I don't even know. Like, I just hope he got a good circle because I just don't know. For me, I know what I was into at 21, 22. And it wasn't like I was in the street. I was just like most people. I, you know, reckless. And this man is a superstar. Tatis going to take that money home. Now, I don't know if it's front-loaded or back-loaded. I'm assuming it's back-loaded because you want to try to get what you can while obviously, you're young. You don't want to be on an agent superstar. So. Right, obviously. But yeah. I'm thinking he'll do – I don't know all the specifics, but I'm thinking he only going to do 10, and then they'll try to renegotiate for more or less, or he'll try to move. But he, but I'm not even looking at that. It's 340. That man got like, 340. Hey, he got 340. Jeez. <laughs> it seems like all the, uh, all the big names are in – not even just the West. Well, not even just California, but the West in general. Because uh, Mookie Betts got that big contract from the Dodgers. He got, uh, he got like three. He got like three ninety. Yeah, like, I had to look that up. He got he got something like that. Mookie Betts got that. Like I said, uh, Mike Trout got his. Everybody getting that bread out West, man. I mean, that's what. Listen, well, his contract, from what I can tell, was uh, twelve for three sixty five with. Um, a sixty-five million dollars signing bonus. Mm-hmm. So it was twelve. It was twelve for three, basically. Mm-hmm. So his average was um, thirty point four. Jesus Christ! That's that's <laughs> bro. Jesus man. When I tell you, you might want to put a baseball bat in Liam hand. Ain't no fight. Ain't no fight. <laughs> I, I played baseball. That was my best sport. I just once we moved to Georgia. The thing about it, when we moved to Georgia, it was like my mom. She single parent. She don't know many people, so I didn't right. play. I didn't play all the time, and it. When it comes to baseball, you use it or lose it. Yeah, and so definitely, like, I mean, anybody can hit a shot, you know, on on the court. Um, but hitting a fastball, that ain't something that sports. that ain't something that just come and go. You either got it or you don't. That is the so, hardest thing to do in sports um, is to hit a fastball. But so, I mean, hey, 
It is what it is. Get your you, money. Uh, Get your money, Fernando. Did yeah. you uh, stay up and watch Serena last night? I did not, but I did catch, you know, highlights and interviews and everything. Well, and I stayed up and I was disappointed. I feel like that was that, was that moment where the crime was passed. So mm-hmm. Serena did that and just gave like, it to if, them. If you look at the embrace at the end of the match, it was – it wasn't a it wasn't a mamba out type of moment because she's mm-hmm. still gonna compete. Right. It was it was kind of like I'm. This is you know your moment. I'm acknowledging you, and it's kind of like okay, the Kobe and LeBron uh, matchup in his last All Star game, mm-hmm. um, where LeBron slapped the floor. It was kind of like that with them because what happened in the match? She just you know aced her ass all the way home basically. Like she Serena couldn't do nothing for the last two points. She couldn't do anything. Yeah. And at that point, when they hugged and she kind of, you know, said something to her, and then she walked off and she kind of just started looking around and she did the yeah. little wave. I said, you know what, it might be it. For... She was taking it in. I got, I got Serena is like in my top five athletes ever. Oh, boy, that's top for me. That's top three. Because I mean, it's hard. Tennis is tennis is hard. That's that's hard. So and also that's that's real big on Naomi Osaka because she was she's been playing tennis since she was what three. Something so, like that. She, I mean, she she would tell you in a minute. That's her idol. So. Yeah. So, <sighs> big but, ups uh, to both of them. I appreciate the young greatness. I'm not gonna lie. Exactly. That probably definitely be well, you know probably that's definitely gonna be my favorite uh, tennis player going forward because I won't watch tennis if there's no black women in it. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Just I don't being watch, honest, I don't even watch the black men because it's boring. Like it's it's just boring. But uh, without black women, I'm not doing tennis. That's just like golf. There's no tiger. I'm not watching. No tiger, so. Yeah, uh, Carson Wentz is on his way to Indy, bitch ass nigga. But um, yeah, it's Jalen Hurts season going forward. I uh, I just want to say Carson Wentz kissed my ass. White media kissed my ass. Um, everybody making excuses for this guy kissed my ass. Oh, he played man. like he played like shit. He ended up getting benched. Jalen Hurts came out and he did his thing. All of a sudden, the relationship between you and Doug Peterson is now fractured whatever mm. the hell that mean mm. you grown take your lumps like a grown man bro right get your job back the old-fashioned way go out and compete go work hard go make like a play. you you got deshaun watson the only reason he wanted to leave is because the management situation the way it's set up is terrible mm-hmm. he didn't lose a starting job he still went out there with them taking all his pieces away mm-hmm. and still showed his ass on the field he was top three in pretty much every stat you could have for quarterbacks right only reason he wanted to go is because they taking his ass for granted. You want to leave because your feelings got hurt. Now, whatever. Um, That's what North Dakota State do to you, I guess. Whatever. You just white people not used to losing. So it's got a spot took, man. But what yeah, but um, Indiana, they uh, yeah they got him. Indianapolis got him for what was a bag it? Of a, chips. A, a, a bag of chips and a, and a high five, like to second round, no third round next year. And a second round um, conditional, that shit wild to me. I, I just, I, I, I really hope Jalen Hurts has the best, you know, first season ever. That's, that's exactly where I'm going. That's what I don't want to talk about this dude for real. I that's hope Jalen Hurts has it unless Justin Fields gets it to a starting position. Well, then I want Justin Fields to have a better season. Well, the way that the draft may fall, y'all may be able to get him, but they ain't going to use him right. So. No, they're not. They're not. <laughs> If he come in there, Julio need to go so y'all can get pieces to surround your new quarterback. Hey, man, GM already said, he said, Julio and Matt ain't going nowhere. Man, listen, I don't believe, at this point, I don't believe anybody about any of this stuff. So Ricardo like, Allen got let go today. I mean, can you blame him? He got let go, man, seven seasons. Seven yeah. seasons in the city, man. Seasons are getting cooked like stir fry. That man had a pick six on Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. Yeah, and that's his only memory. They <laughs> <laughs> had a pick six on Tom Brady in the, on, uh, on the biggest stage in the NFL. Well, so I'm gonna it. miss him. I'm gonna miss him. It is what mm-hmm. it is, though. Mm-hmm. I let you get. I let you get into JJ Watt, man. I seen he was out of there. JJ's gone. JJ is gone. Houston, aside from everything happening in Texas right now, the sports world in the city of Houston has had it super hard. Over the past few months, James Harden bounced, uh, Russell Westbrook bounced, George Springer on the Astros bounced, 
D-Hop bounced. Deshaun Watson, we don't know yet. But JJ, they 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 decided to, you know, part ways. So it is the end of an era, but is is that is that not a byproduct of being okay with being mediocre? Like that's definitely a byproduct of like that. You expect these people they give their everything and yeah, they do make a lot of money, which is I know that's a lot of people argument. Uh, they you know they should be fine with some of the ups and downs because they make such and such amount of money. It's not about what they make. They earn that because without them being out there, you have no product. So stop right. saying that. That's like you going to work and I tell you, you should be okay with your manager coming and slapping you in the back of your fucking head every day because you make $75,000 a year with an associate's degree. That shit ain't fun. That's not So the fuck what? You're like, oh, okay, well, you know, I probably have, don't have as much education as everybody else, but I'm making a lot of money. So if I got to get slapped every night, then no, nigga, that's stupid. That's stupid. Right. At the end of the day. These dudes are competitors um, before they, you know, before a check. So all the early mornings and the late nights in the weight room, um, all throughout high school, all in college, off seasons and everything, these dudes are competitors. So they 100% earn what they make. So exactly. if, um, you know, in, in, in the pay, the pay scale, kind of like what we were just talking about with, you know, Fernando Tatis. If you earn it, then there's nothing anybody can say because you go out there, you put the work in, you you give people a product. So you're producing night in, night out. And every other Sunday, um, and, and not saying J.J. Watt has been the most, you know, consistent, but when he's on the field, he's a problem. He has missed, you know, multiple games, you know, every every season, you know, with a back injury. He's got, you know, sometimes that, uh, that arm bothers him. But when he's on the and field, you got to watch him. Late, right. Definitely as of late. But, you know, for most of his career, he's been getting double teamed and still putting up numbers just he's like Aaron problem. Donald. Right. So exactly. Let's just see what that line look like going forward. J.J. Watt got pick sixes. And it's hard for linemen to get pick sixes because, right. you know, the ball's in the air and everybody's looking at it. So we're going we're gonna to see where J.J. goes. I just hope that he don't, you know, end up nowhere in the South. Oh, Russell <laughs> – Russell Wilson does. I'm waiting on that. Oh yeah, Russell. They're gonna have to make a decision in that yeah, uh, Seahawks front office because Russell ain't happy. Not at all. And in my fantasy, in my fantasy world, if you could pair him with Sean Payton, that would be great. And the only way you do that is you move off some of our pieces who um ready for big contracts and make it happen. But I don't see it. I think we're gonna have Jameis and we'll be fine. But um, yeah. If I if I had Russell going anywhere else outside of my team. If he was playing with – I think I'd like to see him play with the Giants, to be honest with you. I was going to say somewhere they, in New York. Cause... I would like to see him playing with the Giants because I think going forward they're going to have a little bit of money to put some people around them. I don't I don't think Seattle would like to see that, but I'd like to see it. Mm. I'm with it, though. Definitely. Let's see. Let me – let me move forward a, a little bit. What you? What's this thing about Jake Paul? I have, I've watched the interview uh, for I Am Athlete, but – All I'm going to say is somebody need to sleep him. Somebody needs to put him down because he he fights, you know, a couple people who aren't fighters, who aren't boxers, and he takes himself seriously. Somebody needs to put him down. Somebody got to humble this man <laughs> because he ain't he ain't no fighter. He talking big, like he talking big, like he's out doing like press runs, like he's about to fight. Well, I mean, he is about to fight again, but he's talking big, like he's out just world heavyweight champion and stuff. Bro, you fought Nate Robinson. Nate Robinson is just an athlete. He's not a boxer. This man played college football. This man played basketball. Like, he's just a jack of all trades, which is a master of none. This man is, he, you out here everywhere just, oh, Nate Robinson is, Nate, I mean, we, we still joke around and say Nate, Nate, because, I mean, obviously he got put down, but, like, I, don't, I ain't with it. I ain't well, with it. We, we, we shall see. He said he... He claims to uh, want to have a fight with Floyd, but I, I mean, if you, if you can't hit him, then there's no there's no fight. Floyd is the most defensive fighter of all time. So I was looking at this one point uh, about Drummond and Blake Griffin. I don't want to skip it, but I just keep that part short because I want to talk about the uh, the uh, watches and and listens real quick. But uh, Draymond, he had a he had a big issue about Drummond being. Uh, Taken out of the lineup and you yeah, know, made him made him change his clothes and just like that. I, I kind of, I mean, I understand where he's coming from. I see both sides. Yeah, I see where he's coming from, but at the same time, I'm kind of like I'm kind of like Jalen Rose because it's a business. I know certain things are 
not necessarily uh, fair or whatever. Right. But at the same time, if you're going to keep paying me to keep my miles low because you know you're going to trade me, um, just as long as on Tuesday when that check show up, just don't bother me. I'm going to stay in shape. Just make sure I keep getting paid. If he wasn't going to get paid and he had to sit out and watch his team, I get it. But um, you do want to be treated with a little bit more decency. Yeah. But you kind of you kind of know what it is. Because you're still a person, man. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not taking that away from him. If y'all can't tell, uh, Judas and the Black Messiah has a, it's had a very uh, big impact on my life this past week. Lasting effect. Very, very much so. Uh, I picked up a lot of the um, like 50s and 60s music that I had just um I just been sitting around listening to that lately like a whole mm-hmm. lot of Ella Fitzgerald, Billy Holiday, like all these just old I'm picking up like old folk music stuff, mm-hmm. um Muddy Waters and just a lot. And the content is um <laughs> the content is the same content we getting right now. I mean you gotta listen, you go back and listen to some music from the sixties, you got a whole lot of uh a whole lot of WAP type singles. Oh, no, like, definitely. <laughs> like definitely. They just, yeah. they just wore it differently. It, and I mean, you know, like I said, some of that stuff is subtle, but um, some of the stuff is very, very direct. And I mean, just like you got Butcher Pete part one and part two. Like he talking about this man walking around, he chopping that meat. If you know what that is, he he, he taking your girl, basically. <laughs> like it's a, <laughs> these, it, I mean, the titles of these songs is crazy. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, it's wild. <laughs> Nah, it's definitely wild. So, like I said, the content is not so unlike what you get today. But like, I mean, a lot of stuff we listen to is just straightforward. Like you got straight up, uh, like Throat Baby and whatever. It's just, yeah. it's, it's out yeah. there, you know. It's to the point, uh, man. Definitely to the point. But on second part of my um my my listens was, and this is matter of fact, your boy it's Aaron speaking. So he did a live, and I jumped on his live. He was playing some uh you know old thug Rich Homie Quan. So mm-hmm. it made me go back, and I went back to Rich Gang the Tour Part One. Yeah. Right, 2014 was was definitely a year for music. I know people talk about 16, but 14 was definitely a year because I, I commented on I mentioned um, how Flavor was still like one of the hardest songs I ever heard in my life to this day. And so I went back, went through Flavor, War Ready, like yeah, some of this stuff. Yeah, like you're talking about ultimate like pregame playlist. Yeah. This tape got like five, six songs on that playlist. But War Ready was definitely like, you talking about taking shots, you in the house, whatever, if you, you know, partake in those green things. Just <laughs> any, anything, man. Smoking hookah, everybody sitting around the table, you know, some rando in the corner, they breaking down some weed. You're like, okay, I don't even know who this dude is. He might be a local. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> like man. Days. Like, War Ready, like Thursday to Sunday in Fort Valley was on everybody's playlist. So, facts. Um, Tell them Milk Marie, like, shit, listen. Milk, Rich homie was it, man. Milk Marie got off. You know what I'm saying? And then you had people, you had women, not people, you had women calling themselves Milk Marie. I'm like, I don't think you, you understand. Gotta understand. That's not a good thing, bro. That ain't a good thing. Don't do that. <laughs> you got to understand the history now. You can't but, uh, just go off here what you say, what you hear on the radio. Right. But now, nah, Milk Marie was a shit, though. But I'll, I'll, let, you, um, I'll let you go through yours because I see you got a few. I wasn't I wasn't quite as um as, as turnt. Um but I was listening <laughs> I was uh listening to some Masego the other day. That man is talented, talented. Yeah, Saxophone, everything, piano. Ta-da. Ta-da. Yes, that man is talented. Crazy song. Capital T. Um then I was listening to Key and Kenny Beats, mm-hmm. uh, seven seven seven. He's a key key is from Atlanta. He's um not necessarily like as big as well. I ain't gonna say not necessarily because I mean he's not as big as you know Thug and Baby and all them. But yeah. if you're from the city, you know who Key is. Of course, not you even know. not not to cut it off. But what happened to OG Mako? He he had that that uh skinny disease, and he just never bounced back. He okay. had he had um fuck him fuck him fuck him right. Then he had um you guessed it. Hey. Again, a oh, a time in America, a, a boy. time, a, a time, bro. Yeah, OG like, Mako and Travis Porter hey. on the playlist, walking the class. Travis yeah. Porter, these folks, these folk don't know about Travis Porter. Hey, this music episode about to be stupid. Breakfast at the Waffle House, twenty mm. sausage biscuits. Um, yeah. So Key and Kenny beats uh, seven seven seven. Please go listen to that. Like that 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 shit's got like a bunch of different sounds on it. 
and they all mesh cohesively. So shout out to Kenny Beats on the production. Uh, speaking of cohesive sounds, you got Larry June, Mr. Midnight. This man will make you... 1991. Oh, my God. That song is it's crazy. My God. He will make you... You could have like $12 in your pocket, but you got a glass of orange juice, and you riding your window down, and that's all that matters. The radio up. That's all that matters. Listen to Larry June. You ain't even got to stop at Mr. Midnight. You can go numbers. You can go all of them. Just listen to all of them. Larry June, good job, Larry. You're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> and then to round out, I had to go back and listen to Tina Snow, man. It was Megan's birthday the other day. Yes, sir. Happy birthday, Megan. Happy birthday, Megan. That woman, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Megan. I ain't going to say what I want to say because my mama and my... And, 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 my, and my wife be listening. So you, you know it. What you got uh, on your watches? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I went back. I went back and I, I revisited Dope with uh, Shamik Moore and um, uh, Charlotte. All lives matter. <laughs> yeah, man. I oh god. I, I don't. I don't back what he says because I mean, I also watched Spider Man to the Spider Verse two. And you know he was obviously Miles Morales. Yeah, but the thing is, is, like he he says dumb shit, but so does Kanye, and we still like Kanye for the art because I just think he was a young nigga just you know trying to just speak his mind at that point. With again, no OGs in his life, so get him an OG. I promise you, he won't say that that dumb shit no more. But I rewatched Dope, Pharrell, and um, who else was it? Forrest Whitaker, and was it Diddy too? That all, they all had that um, production committee or whatever. Y'all did it. I don't know why it wasn't as big as you know it was supposed to be. Didn't really you know garner the attention. But incredible movie. Um, also watched Spider Man Enter the uh, Spider Verse and Chappelle Show was back on Netflix. Yeah, man, got his bag finally. He got his name back, man. He got his money. So that's what I've been watching. Oh. And uh, Black Lightning and All Americans back on. And I do want to touch on this, though, because um, in these particular seasons, they are actually going to counseling and, you know, sitting down, speaking to a therapist. Of course, on All American, he's speaking to a sports therapist to try to figure out, like, what is holding him back? Because every time he gets into big moments, and by he, I mean Spencer, every time Mm -hmm. Spencer gets into big moments on the field, his arm goes numb. And it's the same arm that he got shot in. So he's trying to, you know, get to, you know, what's causing this because all the, the physicians that cleared him, the arm is perfectly fine. Like, that never happened to it. But, you know, big things happen on the field. And he's just like, oh, shit, I can't feel my arm. Wow. And yeah, so he's going to, you know, therapy about that. And, you know, it's just shining a light on us saying, get your shit together. Go, go talk to somebody. Like we was talking about the other episodes. Like, go talk to somebody. Um, if you're not comfortable with, you know, sharing your feelings with, you know, family and friends, uh, because you're afraid of judgment. I mean, you got strangers out there that'll listen to you. Right. So that and, uh, black lightning, um, but on black lightning, it's more so, uh, marriage counseling. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some stuff happened last season where black lightning and his wife, um, don't necessarily see eye to eye anymore. And they're trying to salvage the marriage while, um, maturing their daughter's powers because the daughter's got powers and everything, but they're trying to salvage their marriage. So they're going to counselors. So it's just real big on, you know, PTSD, the marriage counseling, and just just getting out your thoughts, getting out of your own way. Mm-hmm. So I'm all for it, man. Big ups to the CW for that. I had to check it out because I thought that show was done. This season. This season is the last season of Black Lightning. I let it build, then I can binge. Yeah, and then there was a um, a couple episodes where this uh, they had this character from Fort Valley, and they mm. said Fort Valley, Georgia, on the CW. <laughs> I was like, look at Fort Valley. Wow, they made it to the CW. O T E. Look at Fort Valley. That's but yeah, funny. definitely check them out though. Okay, yeah, that's that's pretty. That's pretty. Uh, some deep stuff, man. That is some deep stuff. So I see for your uh your reads, you had the medium app. I don't know if I even checked it out yet. Um it's yeah, the medium app is cool. It's got like 
uh, little short excerpts of, you know, time killers to read. Uh, and it could be, there's a, there's a wide range of things that you can go in there and read. You can read about literally anything on there, but I've uh, kind of dedicated my time, my downtime, at least to just reading about, you know, black people's experiences, you know, not only just in the U.S., but like worldwide. Mm. So that's uh, it's really interesting. I'm going to get on their ass at some point, but <laughs> let's just run that, that, let's run that into the, uh, let's run that into the topic because actually got a topic this week because again Judas and the Black Messiah it's gonna be live for the people if you love the people and the main reason being uh ever since I watched that movie and I've been going through this man's interviews and his uh his speeches Fred mm-hmm. Hampton talking about mm-hmm. Chairman Fred Hampton um I just been thinking about a lot of organizations and entities that the whole business model is kind of like you surviving off of the idea that these people won't just wake up and be like fuck you one day like mm. it's a whole lot of a whole lot of people who are in need mm-hmm. at this point and everybody that's already got some money has found ways to make more money in this pandemic right and people will constantly tell you you know your money need to work for you and this and that but you're not getting <laughs> you ain't getting no help and these people still making more money off the backs of these people who are supposed to be essential workers but can't even get hazard pay. Right. But main line that I had was um, make your money work for you. And that includes the places that you pay your tithes. So mm. your churches. Mm. Um, mm. I mean, if I'm if I offend anybody that's, you know, big big believers, I'm sorry, but I'm just going to, you know, we're going to speak to this shit. Because every time mm. that you have natural disasters, like you look at what's going on in Texas and – I won't even talk about your small churches, your local churches, because they do what they can. They be in the community. They be out there. I'm not going to shit on them like that. What I'm saying is these people, these mega churches and anything over a mid-sized church where they, um, they, you got helicopters and, you know, your church used to be some old basketball arena and different stuff like that. Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen, you... You, you know what I'm saying? People like that. And you have situations in your community where your congregation is directly affected and you ain't nowhere to be found. Nowhere. Nowhere. This was this, uh-huh. the same thing happened, you know, when Houston flooded. And they closed it down. Closed the doors. Like, bro, you got this big sanctuary. This this, this is a this is a real life arena that you have here that you can, you know, essentially turn into what the Superdome was in New Orleans. You can you can help. You can help get these people out of the streets. You can help get these people back into some dry clothes. You can help get these people some food in their stomach. But every time, you know, the news reporters, when they're pulling on the doors, the doors are locked. Of course. And I'm not saying that it's their job to, again, I said this a few episodes ago, it's not these people's job to fight homelessness. That's not where we're going with this. And right. I do, you know, I understand that. You. There will be a mix of people that come into this deal, so you have a security issue and all this other stuff. But these campuses have police that be working these places, mm-hmm. so you can't tell me that the logistics is a problem for you because you can sit down and figure out all this little shit with these big ass productions for your Easter plays and different shit like that. You can right. figure it out because at the end of the day, most of these people don't want nothing from you. They giving you their last at this point, like you know, you're telling me. That I need to give 10% even if I only got $5. You'd be like, okay, they're going to figure out how to pay their tithes and stuff. Yeah. But the shit that they in need, they can't even call you. I'm not saying that you need to be able to get your pastor on the phone anytime that you want to talk to them. I'm not saying that. Right. But what I'm saying is if you expecting these people to believe that they honor in God, don't play with their money. Because you right. can't sit here and have a situation where people are, you know, down bad and they praying that something's gonna turn around and they can't they can't even go to the church when they pipes burst and their house is flooded mm. with water. Like, what are you telling these folks? You playing with you really playing with their money. That's what you're doing. Right. And those videos because, are heartbreaking on Instagram where exactly. these people are like recording the house literally falling in on them. And you know these people are crying because they have no insurance. While it's like, freezing outside. If they do have insurance, it's not adequate. Right. That disaster insurance ain't going ain't gonna to kick in for some time help. anyway. If you can get these people to, to pay out. Right. Because because of we we in a pandemic. Can, can you get these people to pay this insurance out? Come on, man. That's wild. Like, it's, like I said, small churches, they do what they can. They out in the community. Right. Um, I mean, it is what it is on those. We know. And I mean, I'm forever go to if I 
go to church at any point when this whole thing kind of ramped back down. Uh, it's definitely going to be a small church. Keep that money in the community. If I'm giving mm-hmm. my money to any of you guys' building funds, it's going to be to these small churches. I'm right. just saying. It's because every church got one. Everybody don't need a building fund, man. That building been paid <laughs> off for 12 years now. Everybody got a building fund. <laughs> that building been paid off. My but granddaddy I mean, paid that building off. Ooh, not the granddaddy paid off the building. <laughs> I, know, I know much about that. I granted it, but it's just—it just one like the church to me is because there's church on TV, and in the past it's like okay, oh, bedside Baptist. I get that; it's a joke. But at the same time, it's kind of like the church is a, you surviving on a subscription service at this point. If these people don't dot your doors, you kind of like okay, what are you doing to keep that? Because you, to, I mean, think about it. You selling these people an experience, mm-hmm. and that's why you—that's why you're trying to get them in. You got these screens, mm-hmm. and you got you know. Praise and worship with the dances and the niggas coming down the aisles and laser like, shows. You, you selling an experience. The fucking pastor coming in on a on a rope and all kind of crazy shit. Like you, yeah, you selling an experience, right? I get that, but the church is not a building. You know, like if you really truly care about the message and the people and whatever else, you can do this outside. Mm-hmm. You can get you can get one of those receivers, hook it up to your mic, say turn to this station on your radio, stay mm-hmm. in your car. I will preach through this microphone. You can hear me in your car. Mm-hmm. You trying to get these people inside because you're going to preach and you're going to hoop and you're going to holler and then you're going to pass, pass that, that collection plate. plate. You're selling these niggas an experience. You're going to pass that plate. And it's like, all right, cool. But after you do all that, what are you going to do for these people that you, you know, claim to love so much? That need it. And that's, it's just, it's, it's very annoying because you're supposed to be considered an essential business. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're not required to do anything for your constituents at this point. Like the mm-hmm. people who keeping this building open, you such an essential business, but you're not expected to do anything for that. And it, it it's it's become a sad story. Uh, a couple of episodes ago, we we mentioned Trader Truth, and right. it's become a sad story when you know these churches are are bashing rappers and stuff, right? But they be the first ones to show up because they 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 live they in these communities. They, they know what ones right now right now i'm I'm waiting on trey to make a move because i know there's some planning going on i just it happened it happened the other day so i mean of course what killer mike said you gotta or strategize organize and mobilize so i'm sure he's in the organization part right now uh right before the mobilization i'm sure we'll see something trade this weekend because he ain't he's he's never you know sat on the sidelines while something's happened especially to his city so and i mean he's dealing with it himself too so right but he yeah. also he also dealt with that hurricane, right? And he was out there passing out um, paper towels and helping people clean their house and stuff. Trey's a good dude, man. Yeah. Good dude. But yeah, I I just don't I don't like how you know um, the whole value system is placed on. Like, yeah, if you if you believe in this, you can't listen to this or whatever. But like I said, they be the ones in the community. Like you can have all these, you know, rallies and stuff. You can have all these uh, um, banquets, but you're still selling tickets. Right. You're selling tickets to come, you know, sit down and eat some catered food. This man is actually out there. And he's not the only one, but he's like one of the biggest examples of community service in hip hop. Because, right. you know, of course, there's Killer Mike, there's Bun B. Like it's really all the OGs, all the old heads who are out mm-hmm. here trying to save their communities and stuff. Where you at, Jamal? Where you at, Joel? Where you at, T.D. Jakes? Getting money. T.D. Jakes out in Texas. And I mean, again, in, this is in no way attacking the church. This is, I'm calling the shit out. Right. Because to be in the community, you still should be out of the community. Go ahead and help these people out. If you, I'm not saying you got to give them food or anything, but shelter should be the last thing some of these people are worried about. Right. When it's in Louisiana, that's... I like you know went to a small church. I could always count on the church being open for a hurricane mm-hmm. because it's a freaking hurricane. <laughs> like, be like, hey, it's below sea level in Louisiana. I don't know what's gonna happen, but if anything happened, we going through this shit together, right? You know, like, cause I don't know how you could be in that community and, and still be able to look these people in the face after you asking to be called an essential business so you can stay open and keep making your money. At the same time, you're not, you're not required to pay taxes. What happens, what happens on the Sunday after everything opens back up? Right. So that happens on the Sunday after everything opens back up and after all the debris has been picked up and all the, uh, 
all the lights and power has been restored and you back in church, right? What happens when they pass that collection plate and they didn't didn't pass it out? You're going to continue to sell that experience and tell people it's God's will? (laughs) I guess, man. Hey. (laughs) I guess. Like I said, man, live for the people if you love the people. That's a powerful, that's a powerful statement, no matter how you try to twist it. Facts. If you love the people, live for the people. But again, I won't stick there too long because I don't want you guys thinking I'm a, I'm attacking the church. But No, nah, definitely not. But <laughs> just like the police need some reform, of course. these churches do too. They, these churches I'm, do too. Look, small churches over everything, I promise you. These churches have tax IDs, man. That's hey. how you, That's how you know. So. Let's take out the trash, man. <laughs> mm, speaking of tr- <clears throat> constituents, right. Texas, and just everything going on in Texas. Ted Cruz, man. Ted Cruz. How do you how do you build up enough gumption, right, to buy plane tickets for not only you and your kids, but mm. your kids' friends also to go to Mexico, Cancun, Mexico, right? And then you get spotted in the airport, leaving Texas. Regardless if you was coming back, you just wanted to make sure that they made it to Texas safely. Regardless of that, I don't care. Not only that, but the the thing is, he used a um, and not they in a crisis, but he you know got HPD you know Houston police escort to direct while traffic. They could be out doing something else. He got them to basically shut down the highways and byways. To get your boy to the airport safely so they can make it their own time. They shut down roads. They strapped for resources as it is. And he got them to do all of that. Terrible human beings, man. Terrible human beings. Like, yo, you you got people in your state who voted for you who were literally like I don't I don't know if like that word literally like means anything anymore, but literally freezing to death. The first report the of someone dying was this lady who was trying to get warm in her car in the garage had the car running mm-hmm. fumes of course in the garage closed area they, they seeped into the car she asphyxiated her mm-hmm. daughter was in the house with the family she was asleep trying to stay warm she died also like you have people in your state literally freezing to death hungry cold um Swimming also in their ho- in their homes, and you on a plane to Mexico. And I get the family thing. I mean, I trust me, I understand that. But if if, if you got the means to get your family safe, by all means, yeah. move them out the way. But you got work to do. Exactly. You got work to do. They're not paying you to be in Mexico. New administration, your new president. You have not even just new president in his cabinet. You have new people out there in Texas that's in office now. You need to get to work with them and figure out how y'all can coordinate. Because, I mean, you got you got Beto O'Rourke. He on the phone, you know, getting getting help to these people. They're mm-hmm. helping over 100,000 people a day, you know, especially in the elderly community. They've been helping them out a lot, uh, making sure people can get food, getting them rides to right. some places that are open. Different. I mean, that's, how, that's what you're supposed to be doing. You can't tell me. Uh, I mean, you married. The past president <laughs> called your wife ugly. Uh, <laughs> So obviously you got somebody that can take care of them. They all got passports. She could ride down there with them. Right. No matter if this vacation was planned, things throw wrenches into your shit sometimes. You got work to do. You got to adjust. You got to put the pen to paper and get to work for real. The same way you was voted in, these folks going to take note three years ago. They're going to take note. So We shall. We shall see. I mean, it's, again, it's obnoxious. Um, make it I mean, he don't have to be there. So, like I said, it's obnoxious. He can go do what he wants. It's definitely tone deaf. You yeah. know that. Yeah, most definitely. But, again, with your white adjacent Latinx people, it's just my opinion. It's very on brand. Just like, like you, the white Cubans in Florida. It's very on brand. They feel like they are part of the other side. Right. So, the way that they think about situations are not the same. Yeah, like, that's, that's terrible. Money or not, because a lot of times people try to put that with money. Money or not, they see themselves different. Very much so. See, you got Meek Mill in your, in your trash. Meek got to uh, get it, man. I, I saw a little bit of that. Meek, um, <laughs> hey, Meek, you're 34, whatever. <laughs> Meek got to get it, man. 
Fuck me, you old, bro. You still on these streets. He don't know how to let stuff go either. No, not at all. You can, you thirty like like you just said. This man thirty four years old. You can't be spitting on people. You can't be spitting on people. That's assault. That's assault these days. Anybody Spit got COVID? It. You spit on him. You got COVID now. Plus, with the the judges that he's had in his cases, he could go back to judges for that. He got Robert Kraft in his pocket, so he ain't worried about that. He got yeah, but Robert Kraft be in the uh, <laughs> love you long time parlors. <laughs> 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 I'm sure Robert Crabb got cash out. He can he can send somebody some money. Get, get Meek off. But that ain't that ain't why I got Meek on the trash today. Meek is it's Black History Month. Kobe's one year anniversary of his passing was just mm-hmm. last month. Not even the, not even not even thirty days ago. I see the line. I didn't I read past it. I saw it, but yeah. Jesus. What is it? If I ever lack I'm going out with my chopper and be another Kobe. That's trash. First off, that shit don't even slap. I mean, little baby in the song, so I'm gonna have to. Hear, I'm gonna have to hear what little baby said. But that that line is 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 very off putting. That wasn't even bars though. Nah, nah. And he probably think because you know he yelled on the microphone and he's got like you know the delivery and everything. He probably thought that it was a hard bar. Who's in the Who's in the studio with you? Who Who gave that the green light? Like you know what, bro? That shit hard. Them niggas in there eating free meals. They don't give a shit. Bro, like, who gave you the green light? Kobe's from Philadelphia. Kobe's from Philadelphia. You from Philadelphia. Y'all supposed to have brotherly love, man. Somebody restart the simulation, man. Got to, because cause, <laughs> Meek glitching, man. He glitching again. We are in an alternate reality. Meek is glitching again. He This man, ain't he ain't been the same since back to back. He come out nah, doing yeah. dumb shit like this. Bro, like Vanessa, I don't I don't even think Vanessa's still good. Like even a year later. I don't no, think she'll she's never, she'll never be the same. You just hope that she don't have a break at some point. This ain't gonna help it. No. This ain't gonna help it. Meek gotta That's apologize, man. Meek, Meek gotta put some money behind this song. He gotta uh, That's extra childish. Very. Well, for my my um last little bit of trash is another uh politician, um, fat ass Ron DeSantis. Get him out of here. Get that nigga out of here. We got COVID vaccines that are being moved around, and you have a lot of communities who can't get them, especially your low income, your at risk people. You being told, come back later. We didn't get as many as we thought, or mm-hmm. you can't get this because it's only 65 and up, and you need to be a caretaker. And first off, if you a teacher, you talking about open schools safely and stupid stuff like that. That shouldn't even be a thing. Um, there's no reason for teachers not to be first on the list of people getting these vaccines. Amongst the first one, yes. That makes no sense. You want people out here, you don't like your children. You want people taking care of your kids. I don't care if you're 19 or 91. If you're a teacher, let these people get the vaccine so you can get these goddamn kids out your house. You got to give up your spot in line to them teachers. Then you got folks that don't want it. So let the if listen, if you got people that don't want it, call get get the list of teachers from the schools and be like, hey, do you want one? We got an extra. Do something. Yeah. But again, Ron DeSantis, you got people, you know, getting the vaccines, the doses taken, um, saying that they, you know, don't have enough or, you know, people can't get them right now. In some way, somehow, there is a COVID nineteen uh vaccine pop up that happened in one of these wealthy white neighborhoods, as usual. <laughs> Okay. Bro, yep. Because this is these type of things are where people start to get uh curious anyway. Like I get it, sometimes these things happen, but it'd be curious because people already don't want them. And then you got people saying, Well, maybe they sent the good shit over there by them. Right. What the hell am I getting? Right. Like it's already people don't like vaccines. It's already a scary virus as it is. Mm-hmm. You trying to encourage people to get vaccinated so you can get these numbers down and get shit back to whatever whatever type of normalcy you think you're going to get, that type of shit don't help. I can I can go all night about that nigga. I just wanted to get him out of here because I just happened to stumble upon that story earlier. Then Charlemagne say, everything bad and all the bad people come from either the Bronx or all of Florida. <laughs> Florida man. <laughs> <laughs> Florida man. Um, Definitely Florida man. Yeah, but... That's it. That's that's the whole the whole shebang. This was a definitely that was, uh, a, that was a good ass conversation there. Definitely a good conversation. I like I said at the beginning. I appreciate everybody who's been listening. That was episode seven. 
seventh <laughs> episode seven of the extra seasoning podcast man this was your boy steve your boy dj back at it again uh y'all check us out on instagram at extra seasoning baby i just changed it you know what i'm saying because extra seasoning bit it was that's what it was but i, I figured extra seasoning baby you know you know you know a little, a little, a little more friendly for the family. It was friendlier, definitely. But uh, yeah, that was uh, episode seven. Y'all check the link, check the link tree to uh, check up on more episodes, and we'll be back at the end of the week. Be easy. Giuseppe, Giuseppe, went from the hoop to the Chevy, went from the Chevy to Lamb. Now this was coming to man. Went from no hope to broke joke to million dollar man. Now this was coming to man. Now this was coming to man. Giuseppe, Giuseppe, went from the hoop to the Chevy, went from the Chevy to Lamb, now these hoes call me the man, went from no hope to broke joke to million dollar man, now these hoes call me the man, now these hoes call me the man.